Welcome to our new interview series brought to you by sportstalk.ie. I'm your host, Ashton O'Reilly, and over the next couple of months, I'll be chatting with some of the GA's top players, coaches, and management from both the male and female games. You can follow us by using our handle at sportstock.ie and we would like to thank Dublin's premier nightclub and hotel Copperface Jacks for the wonderful venue. And if you're thinking of staying and partying in Dublin, check out copperfacejacks.ie. Joining me for our first chat are two Westmead men. We have Kieran Martin, the current Westmead captain, and we have Boydu Saha, who recently featured on Air Sports Document. <laughs> no! no, no. What did I say, Saha? Saha. Oh. Do you play at Man United? It's, li- it's Lionel Saha. <laughs> no, Lionel Saha. No, boy, do Saha. Saha. I was going so well. Yeah, you were going so good. Anyway, if we just do it from that. Saha. Saha. Yeah, Saha. Saha. Sorry. That's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Boy, do Saha. I was like, whoa. Sorry. I didn't even flinch. I know. I got it. Yeah. Perfect. True pro. Right, do that clappy thing again. <laughs> so say it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is fully gonna be in it. I know it. I know. Say yeah. Like yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Joining me for our first chat are two Westmead men, Kira Martin, the Westmead football captain, and Boy Do Saya who recently featured on Air Sports documentary series where he talks about the journey from Africa to Rosemount. You're welcome, lads. Thank you. Thanks very much. So have you had many nights out here on Coppers? The odd few. Any um, you can tell us about? The, um, we can't not. really remember them. <laughs> That's a good night. Yeah. Generally, this is the place where everyone tends to come towards the end of the night and then we probably all lose each other again. So, um, But look, it's a... It's it's a GA club, mm-hmm. and you can get that sense when you come into it. Um, especially all Ireland night, you can just place is full of jerseys, so yeah, makes you time. feel like home. <laughs> and so you haven't, as a club or as a county, you didn't come out any team nights. A few, I think. No, I oh think yeah, I came here with my college. I think once. Yeah, yeah. For a night out. Oh God! We had a match up here, so we just all decided to come out. You're and not telling me the real stories now. That's <laughs> about it. Like, that's I don't think and so, obviously, this year you got to fulfil a bit of that dream. You got to walk the steps in the Hogan Stand, minus and you got to lift that cup. <laughs> Don't mind that. Um, Anyone who just hates walking them Hogan Stand. Yeah, no. Look, uh, at the end of the day, it was for it was a brilliant year for Westmead with the Burn Cup mm-hmm. and the Division Three. Uh, as I said earlier, it was one of our goals we just set to be promoted, and then once we got to the final, we had to go and win it. And it was a huge honour to represent the lads as captain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I, get, I said you always dream of, but um, to actually do it, even though it is a league, look, not too many people can say that they did it. Um, but the one memory I actually have was after I lifted it, looking around and seeing my mother crying beside me. That's and that's even that's, that's what it's about, isn't yeah. it? This is what and the GA is all about. Better way in to get there. So really, <laughs> she made uh, sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> and there's things like that that you remember as well. Yeah. Um, but in fairness. Um, a lot more came out of that than just us winning it. There was a, a guy back in Westmead that had an illness, and in fairness to Leash, they donated money towards that, at the, that after the game. As I know, well I heard your yeah, speech, so, yeah. Um, but, and that's what it's all about at that's the end it. of the day. Yeah. Um, like football, it's great winning, it can get you so far, but it shows you that there is more important things at it's the, the end of the day. It's the community around yeah. it, yeah, definitely. And boy, do. What about you? Going out in Crow Park, coming from Liberia to think you're going out in. Crow Park. Yeah, that was that was my second time playing at Crow Park. Um, yeah, it was huge. Like I remember 
hopping into Cole Park in 2004 to watch the West Mead win Leinster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually, I, wasn't I was I'm not that yeah, old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I remember my granddad bringing me, bringing me there for the first time, my first time ever. Like, and you know, in front of like sitting in Cole Park was our age. It's like, and then my dream was to play there one day. And I played there when I was minor, which was good as well. But to win something with Westmead. The league, it was already right. it was unreal feeling at that. So yeah, I was delighted to get up there. I was mad to get the trophy, but <laughs> and so you're gonna go on now and play Division Two, so that'll be a big yeah. step up, huge step up. Yeah, it's gonna be mm-hmm. a massive step up. And how do you feel for that? Like, Jack's gonna have a completely different setup this year. He's gonna, I think, it's gonna be a little bit tougher, tougher as well. Like, <laughs> you're looking forward to that. Your face is yeah, it all. Yeah, no, look, looking forward to playing Division 2, not looking forward to the training yeah, or like anything. It, the pre-season training is hard, yeah. um, but it's more the thoughts of going in to do it. Once you're in the middle of it, you actually you enjoy, you enjoy it. it and you get something out of doing the hard sessions because there is nothing better than 30 lads on the pitch knowing they're after putting in a hard mm. hour and a half or with Jack, probably two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, actually. That's interesting. We just go through a little bit of your schedule that you would... I've done well, do Monday to Sunday. Right, so like, put it a bit closer. Back in action. So so on a, <laughs> so on a Tuesday we train in the morning, say about seven o'clock in AIT, and that's about an hour session gymming. And then in the evening we train about eight o'clock, probably in AIT again or somewhere else. The same uh, day or the same day. Oh, yeah. so right. O- seven o'clock in the morning, and then seven eight o'clock in the evening we train again. So that's what two sessions in one day, and then we have our day off. And then we train again on the Thursday in the morning and the evening, exact same thing. And then we have a day off on Friday. And then we're ch- either in the gym on a Saturday in Motown or on the pitch on Sunday the next morning. So, so a lot of the time, time, like you'd be doing your six sessions a week, yeah. um, but to be over kind of your four days. Um, yeah. To kind of do that so that you get your kind of your rest in between. It. We have our Monday, Wednesday, Friday completely off, which is good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you need that. Yeah, uh, you will because uh, <laughs> Saturday mornings we would be in the gym generally, Wolfhound, and then Sunday you have your pitch session, and that could be two to three hours, right? Minimum because you that's you bring in your video analysis. And yeah, stuff like that. but it depends on different times of the year. Uh, come up to Christmas, that's what we'd be doing. But when you have games on, you'd be tapering off, and especially the league because you'll have three games in a row. You probably only go to your Tuesday and then Thursday. You'll have the one session. So, um, for the couple of weeks, it's good and and it is a help to have your three days off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially with lads traveling from Dublin. How does that work? So how are they if they're training in the morning? So are they gonna be late for work or no, how do we they? We have our different uh, kind of what you can say depots nearly. Right. Um, okay. So they, in AIT, so anyone around the Athlone area. Yeah. They do it in AIT. Then you have your Mullingar and then the Dublin base. I don't think people realise that. that yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's for the morning session, but the yeah. evening sessions, we all come to the one spot. So they'll be travelling, they'll be going to work and then travelling down to probably Mullingar or Athlone. And do some of them live up in Dublin? And a lot of Well, there's about five or six. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are in college and some of them are working here. Um, but And that's the commitment. That's tough, isn't it? Yeah, like once one or two of them doesn't drive and when there's no one going down, they get the train down and yeah. then come back up to the train the next morning. Like it's... And like we kind of, it's easy for us because we're down there. You're living down there, yeah. They're the lads that are putting in the effort. But uh, there's guys all over the, all over country, the country yeah. that are doing it. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the likes of Kerry and Cork. I'm sure they're traveling like, up to Dublin to Mayo work. Mayo would have used uh, down through the years. Mayo would have used our uh, 
club pitch a lot. Um, because it's it was kind sort of in the middle halfway actually yeah. yeah one of my friends played with Leitrim and he said that they used to train in Abbottstown yeah. in Blanchestown yeah. and I was like what Leitrim <laughs> train in Blanchestown this is mad he's like because yeah. majority of the team were in Dublin yeah. is it difficult returning every year from the county setup and going back again knowing that maybe the Leinster final or in All-Ireland maybe it's not realistic I like hearing us this because you know I've only been on the West Mead panel for what about mm-hmm. four years now mm-hmm. but you know, you've been on it for the last 10 years. Like mentally, can the lads come back and are they're pushing on just as much or like is it hard? That, that's why I think there's such a drive for the league nowadays because people know, especially in Leinster. Um, look, getting to a Leinster final is huge, um, but you kind of know what's waiting for you when you get there. Um, yeah, see, Leinster, you're unlucky. You get have Dublin yeah. there too, isn't it? Like, we got to two Leinster finals in a row, Um and obviously we met Dublin and the bed as well in the end where we competed with them for some first 40 minutes and then they'll just get two goals like that and they've pulled away from you. But um, the m- big difference I've seen with them, the third time we played them was in a row, it was in the semi-final and they bet us by 31 points and they were just different animals altogether. Um, and that's just, they've been improving themselves over the years and getting bigger and stronger. Um, I remember just Kieran Kilkenny running straight at me at one stage and I just put on my arm to stop him and he just ran through it was you. like a, a door doorway <laughs> just ran straight <laughs> through it like um and then we were like twenty points down or nineteen points down at half time and I turned around to look at one of the lads and just say, What the hell are we going to do? Like and then when I turned around, the actual Dublin team were after sprinting into the dressing rooms. They were gone. And I was like God, <laughs> they're just different <laughs> animals. Dip, yeah, they're just. Yeah. Um, but like, that's as I said, we've there's a big push for the league every year, and if you can get promoted in the league, it's a, it's a start of a good year for you. Um, but you hope to get your run in the back door. But it is hard, and especially the longer it goes on or the longer you're there, um, it gets harder and harder. Um, like Frank Boyle. He's yeah, right. probably around 13, 14 years at least. Um, I think it's I think yeah. it's harder for um, I think it's harder for the younger lads who aren't getting the games mm. to come back every year. Yeah, you know. So like, I only started playing for me. Like, I only started playing what the last two years. Like, starting on the team the last yeah. two years. But I was there for four years. Like, so I'd come back every year in order not to play a game, just to train. Like So it's a lot of lads on the panel as well that are doing that, just coming back and training. And what and was it that made you? You're in there two, three years. You're not getting no, game just, time. Yeah, you just, have just to kept keep, coming back. you just have to keep pushing yourself and trying to push the lads around you. And, and, you know, you have that drive as well in order to make the team. That's the goal for everyone. So however long it takes to make that team, you know, you just got to keep pushing, I suppose. For It's probably the same with every other county mm-hmm. over there as well. You have to be mentally strong yeah. Yeah. and motivated. Yeah. And that's the difference between I'm not just between probably club players and county players. Like, if a county player is given a gym program to do, he'll do it. Yeah. Um, where some people, some players will just probably half do it, or but and that's the re like they're not able to probably commit to that much. Um, but so the mindset maybe there could be lads that are playing club that could be good enough to play, but maybe their head's not well, in there it. There is, there definitely, yeah. and you can see it every year that there is players that come in they'll give it everything for a year and then you mightn't see them again and that's 
Yeah. But you have that everywhere. So is there lads in Westmead that could be on that county team that are choosing just there's oh yeah, not there's to? Definitely there's lads definitely in every yeah. county that sh- yeah. should be playing county football, but they're not because they just they probably don't want to give the commitment and they're enjoying, enjoying playing their club football. And at the end of the day, that's what football is about. You want to enjoy it. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Like it's horses for courses. That's it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what's your view then? Say they're talking about a tier championship system. So probably like the hurling, you have the Christy ring and stuff like that. Do you think it'll work? Do you think? I don't really mind the Super 8s, but like... But then you have your two-tier. Like yeah, yeah, yeah so know. a two-tier system. So really yeah, it's, It is complicated. Mm-hmm. Um. Will teams put, if they know they're in the second tier, will they put in as much effort? This is it. But will they get as much funding from the county board? That's the other side of it. Yeah. Um, like, Will the fans come out yeah, and that's support what I was about you? To say. Yeah. Will, will it be yeah. as big as it is now? It's like the league. There's, there mad, there's like Division 1 games compared to Division 4. Um, what's the, the difference in the crowd? Huge. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But you could be winning. You could win a uh, whatever. Yeah, but I they think call there's it. better ways to do it. It's it, it is nice to win, obviously championship, even though it's a second tier. Um, but I think the main thing they're trying to get out of it is you're getting more games. Yeah. In the in the championship, where they, there's other ways about doing that, like you can go like your Champions League system, where you have your groups of four. Yeah. You're guaranteed to have three games. And then you're, it's like your top team goes in. Then you could do your second tier as well. Like your top teams go into a quarter final or semi final, mm-hmm. and then the second goes into a different group. Then goes into a different tier championship. But you're still getting more games. Yeah. But you're you're bringing you're you're letting counties play the likes of Dublin. You're letting counties play the likes of Tyrone and Kerry. That put your four provincial finalists tiered, and then bring them out of wherever they're playing. Bring them to Leitrim. If you brought Dublin to Leitrim, they'd sell out down there. Yeah. Because all Leitrim would want to go see them. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. So that brings you to the point of like playing the games in Crow Park. And obviously we've seen this year, there's not even half a stadium. Yeah. And the atmosphere is just drained. I've seen it was Mead and Leash. I know you just fell short just before that game. Yeah. But I went in to, to see that game and the atmosphere was just dead. And like you spent whatever trying to get in there in the first place. And yeah, do you I think it would work better if they were more local? more like. Would have filled out to them more, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Like, they're just, I think it's because everything is going to be centered around Dublin. Yeah. And it didn't matter if it was probably um, Leash and Kildare. I reckon they probably still would have brought it to Crow Park, um, where they need to probably start bringing them out. Like, if that game was in Tullamore, I would have went to see it. Yeah. Um, anyone from Westmead would. And that's you're bringing more people into it where we weren't going to travel to Dublin to see it. No. Especially after Leash beating us. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, could two be, points, could, wasn't it? It could be another fact, though, that, you know, might give other counties a chance to play in Crow Park. Mm. You know, like, no, we don't really get that many games in Crow Park, you know, so it could be... It's know, Yeah, it's a good occasion when game, you do yeah, get there. push one game for mm-hmm. the county to play in Crow Park. There is know, pros and cons. Yeah. yeah no and there. so do you think that Dublin have just set the bar too high now? <laughs> or is it up to, to Westmead... And mead and yeah, the likes to, to just get just themselves up, in order. Uh, yeah, that's it. You have to yeah, you just have catch, to up catch up. Where yeah. there is a conveyor belt coming there from Dublin. Like, um, you look at the program from the 
first All Ireland, the one in the five in a row to the starting team to the the one at there a few weeks ago. Dublin have gradually brought in probably two or three players every year without anyone really noticing. Yeah. And people are still on about Bernard Brogan, the likes of uh, Michael Dar McCauley. They were all starting. But now yeah. there are your subs coming on for And the it last is only 10, five yeah. years on, which isn't you know And that's what too I mean, much. like you're after like you look at merchants after coming in, like Costello's in and out. Yeah. Um uh, it's mad to see someone like Costello coming off the bench I yes, can never yeah. understand it like he could and if I suppose if you do have someone like him to come off the bench yeah. isn't that where you have a five in a row win an All-Ireland team year, like yeah. 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 He's came, he scored six points I think in the All-Ireland final one year it's I won it for them yeah. and he, that he's only coming in now but that's but look they, they've worked on it and they're that far ahead it's just as it's up to us um, mm-hmm. although they do they look they do have help with a bit more help than what everyone else is doing but at the end of the day like the, we're doing the exact same as what they're doing it's just we have to try and fine tune it to improve that small bit more yeah and Jack Cooney's had a good year this year it's his first year in boy do what do you make of him yeah yeah Jack Jack was good he kind of brought something new to the setup this year like obviously you know we had great managers beforehand like they were, did a great job like getting to two Leicester finals with Tom Craven was great like but you know having a manager from Westmead is probably kind of different you know it's different having someone who knows the players a little bit better he's seen us all grow up and he's seen he's probably coached a good few of us as well so having him in there it kind of made a huge difference it kind of brought a lot of players who you know wasn't feeling like they wanted to come back mm-hmm. just wanted to push on a bit more you know so you know he changed it up a bit. he brought new strength conditioning coaches in he brought a new Pascal Callahan in there as well some great coaches like you know just kind of change our whole game yeah definitely yeah. and Karen. he loves it and yeah he, he is. absolutely loves he it is, uh, <laughs> and he loves Westmead yeah. so that's the, that's that's the big yeah, thing isn't it if you know your manager is yeah. mad about Westmead like, as well we'd be there training and he'd be just in awe <laughs> that he's there and he'd be god I'd stay here all night and we're like we don't want yeah, to we want to go home, go home. Yeah, like, <laughs> after training uh, yeah. you go and ring you like oh how'd you think that session went oh I'm really like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm tired <laughs> so his, his, his man management skills are good like yeah, he'd bring so his yeah. chat to yeah. you yeah no yeah. he's very good that way like he couldn't actually ask for a better manager like he does like he's great that way he's he can great crack he's one of the lads but you know not to the line like yeah you know the line not to cross you need he, that line he though. does bring that bit like yeah. you do be scared like if, <laughs> if if you yeah. have to go and say, look, I mightn't be around next week, you're kind of like... Yeah, I think <laughs> you need that in a manager. Someone yeah. you're afraid to let down, but at the same time, if you had a problem, you, you'd oh, be yeah. first yeah. first, yeah. first yeah. one you first go over one. to. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I think yeah. that's really hard to get in a manager. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah to have someone that can call you and just go away from talking about football. Yeah, talk about yeah. okay, like yeah. how I feel how, and yeah. how work and just the normal because yeah. there is a life outside of all this exactly. and, and yeah. he knows that too like he d- and in fair he'd tell you straight out that look he said he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't mind the lads if they want to have a drink or two yeah he says but once it doesn't affect your training and that's it like if lads want to go out and have two or three pints let them but if if you're not right for training choose that's it. on you then that's yeah. on you and that's when there's a problem um that's a good point to bring up so the the two of you then what do you think drinking bands do you agree or don't agree or <laughs> don't like Kieran answer that <laughs> Kieran this one's to no. you <laughs> no 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 what do I think about drinking uh, do you know like I think it should be on the players like especially with Jack as well he kind of leaves it to us yeah do you know as in if you have a game a very important game on the Sunday and it's a Monday evening 
you know yourself like you're probably not gonna touch a drink because you want to get the most out of yourself but you know drinking bands for like months and months it's, mm. i think it's a bit much so it's kind of it's it's that was that's in the past now people realize and i think oh uh, you reckon it's the it's done with we people well, aren't like, really implementing that as much i think the players know themselves that if you can have your few drinks but you have to time them um, they know they're not going to perform their best if you're on the beer for a solid two or three days with a match coming up. Just have the, the one day. After. Just <laughs> if you went for that one day, like just just one. But and that's <laughs> well, and like and in fairness, like you see all the county teams, they're starting to kind of go that way now. Mm-hmm. That they're going out and having their few drinks together. Although they're not going mad, they might go out and have their few drinks together, and then yeah, and then there is times where you do have to let loose. And in fairness, Jack is good that way. Like we'll have a train and block we could go for four, five, six weeks of a training block and then if we'll have that weekend off where we'll go have a session and we'll have our few drinks then after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it does need to be done every now and again, but um, but I think the whole thing where managers were coming in, right, we're going on a three-month drinking ban. Yeah. I think that's what drove players away from it, Big especially time. at club yeah, level. Like. Um, county level, you can see somewhat, but again, most county lads will just time it. If again, if you yeah. have a match next week, no. But if you have two weeks for a game, you'll have your couple, and then you're back training. And is that like showing that it's going away from being amateur? Like people are like drinking bands. Like it's very serious, very tactical. Has it gone up a step now? Do you reckon? I think the training has moved up a step. Yeah, the training definitely. But well, I wouldn't <laughs> like. Like yeah. I can't like. I suppose I'd come from on the twenty. Oh yes, for four years I came to so you now. Like, I wouldn't know with senior senior how like it's changed. Two thousand and nine was my first year. Yeah, and we were just doing Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Yeah, and they were all and that was sessions. once I in was the now, evening, or that was once in the evening. Yeah, and now what are you doing now? We're doing the six, six, six twice nine. on a Tuesday and twice on a Thursday, for Saturday and Sunday. But then that's your gym as well, where I, we weren't really doing gym that time. Yeah. Um. It was probably 2010, 2011. That's when the big push for S and C kind of came in, mm-hmm. and then that's out. all you did. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> a professional it, athlete yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. Now it is. It, it is. is yeah. 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 It's but unreal. But you're you're going to work. You're you're doing all the. Yeah. Exactly. Going to work. Going to college. Yeah. What like you're having another life? You have uh, kids or whatever. That's what it. Yeah. Well. You, you can see now. Um. I think on the Westmead team, I don't think there's anyone with kids. Is there playing? No, actually, there yeah, isn't. Right. And, I, no. and uh, the way it is gone now, you can't really, if you want H- to put how could in you there, do it, you yeah. can't have a family. Mm. Mm. Um, and is that is that right? Like, do you agree with the way it's gone, or uh, no. it's probably gone <sighs> in a good way for the game itself? Yeah. It's, like it's if you're trying developed. To, if you're trying to commit properly, like you know, if you have a family that yeah. you need to be you have with, to have a good wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah it'll be, be hard to commit. It'll be, it'll be hard to commit properly if you, you know, if you have a family waiting for your home, like to yeah, kids and all that. So, I suppose that's why the age is kind of, you know, dropping a little bit. They're starting to retire that bit know. younger. Yeah, or, or go still. You yeah, see well a lot of people will just go traveling because they've had enough. Yeah, um, but and look, it's. Yeah, I think I've seen that me. with uh, our own county. In Mead, like a lot of the lads just said, no, I just I just want a break. Mm. Yeah. You know, we've, we've did it for five, six years now and we just need that rest yeah. and, and you, to try out other things. Yeah. And like they'd college and stuff. They're like, everything gets put on the back burner yeah. because you want to push on with and county. That's what I even done it myself when I was in college. Too, yeah. It just ends up building up and building up and then mm-hmm. you just, you, 
lose everything. Mm-hmm. But um, but and then you know if people someone does want to take a break, the people then will be given out. Oh, he should be playing county. He should be playing football. But sure, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want yeah, to. Yeah, that's like wrong, it. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And so um, I'm a mead woman. I haven't told you. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> oh, less of that now. Sure, West Mead. Sure, we're neighbours. Yeah, we're neighbours, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't got over now. 2015. Do you remember that, Kieran? No. No. <laughs> so you bet Mead for the first time in the championship that year. First time ever, wasn't first it? Time ever, yeah. yeah. First time ever. And what did you get again? I don't know. Go on. <laughs> you you definitely do know. I was the centre back that was full forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did back. you come out with? Like two. Uh, two three. Two three. From yeah. centre back. Well, no, I was full <laughs> forward. <from the> <laughs> And so yeah. that must have been a good memory for the first time ever to to beat me. Again, yeah, like it's the way we did it kind of was probably even better. Like that we were 10 points down in the second half. Yeah, it was unreal. Um, but look, I, I was just lucky that I got the scores that day. Like the ball had to come in um, and the lads done huge work on the outfield and were giving the ball in. We just had the space in there to, and we made the most of it. Um, but as I said, like earlier on, with the division three, you were looking once we when you when we won, we were just into the stand, looking into the stand, and you could actually see Westmead fans crying <laughs> again. Yeah. I, I don't well, know, the must, well, must be down, soft like. or something. They're all crying. <laughs> the whole You're all soft in Westmead. That's what I hear. Um, <laughs> much and that's it. Like we're just, and especially the people up around Kinnegad area. Yeah. Delvin, that they're on the Mead border. That oh, I know Delvin uh, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we came back to Kinnegad and they were out in the streets and they don't know how uh. much this means to us. And again, that kind of made the moment even better, more yeah. special. Like from watching that as well. Like you know, I think there's what half the team now. There's a lot of younger lads my age. Mm-hmm. Like we were. Like, I think there's maybe a few of us on the. 30 said 30 panel but yeah. we were done 26 so we're all at the game with E like but I think watching them play that game like you know huge for us as well it was kind of like geez maybe you know we can we do this we can and do there this, is like, yeah push on a little bit more I think that's what's bringing into with Jack now that's what's bringing into the panel now so yeah, yeah. I think my own club mate Brian McMahon I don't know if he's any is now he yeah he got two goals that day within a minute oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, he's um, nippy little. Small lad, Mark. Yeah. James Dolan. Oh, yes, yes. yes. So is I he the sprinter? Had a, yeah, no, yeah. that's no, the Eamon Wallace. That's Eamon Wallace. Yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. But he's, he's from Rato as well, yeah. Yeah, oh, God. But yeah, I thought we sealed the deal that day and yeah. <laughs> no, just came back. <laughs> um, so the Super 8s, what do you make of it? Do you think it's counterproductive maybe for maybe the likes of Ross Common this year? You've seen them playing a nothing game there at the, the end of the season. What do you think of it in general? I think it's a waste of time. Oh, really? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was kind of I. I Ooh, controversy on that one. <laughs> no, I liked it as in the fact that you know you have something to look forward to, trying to work towards, like trying to make that super eights. You mm-hmm. know, even though you might not make it, or you might make it, but you know you've seen like Ross Common making it, and we're not million miles away from them either. So I was just kind of. That's how I would see it, kind of trying to push to make that. You're not too far away from it. Not too far away from it. So, like, every year trying to make that Super 8 should be a goal in championships. So, that's how I see it. Karen, what do you think? I just think there was um, kind of a better buzz around just getting to a quarterfinal. Like, Super 8, it's kind of nearly like another championship on its own where everyone wanted to hear that they got to the quarterfinal. 
Yeah. Uh, you you'd often see po- posters around Westmead of when they got to a quarterfinal in 2001, was it? I think they bet Mayo or something to get to a quarterfinal. And there's still posters, posters going around about that. Like, But... Um, <laughs> There is more games, but you can see you, it's the same things happening the whole time. Like, there's always one game that doesn't make a difference. Um, like last year, I think was it was common. They got obviously improved this year. They were competing better, but like they went into the Super Eights. I think Kildare were in it last yeah. year, and they just they got shy kicked out of them in two yeah. games, and then you just have to play another game. Where you used to have your straight knockout. It's it makes a lot sense. more simple, and it makes more it frees up more time for the game for championship then coming later on because it's just delaying the whole system even though the champ All-Ireland final was earlier this year yeah. but it's, you're compacting more games it suits the teams that have the bigger panels the stronger panels because you're not going to get through two games without getting someone injured and also I'd say for any county board it's going to cost a fortune to yeah. send any players into that and yeah. maybe if you're not the likes of Kerry and Dublin and you know it's a big ask yeah. and is there a point you know if you're the likes of maybe, you know, Westmead or Roscommon or even Mead, you know, they were the same this year. Is there a point in it? it look, again, they're, they're, you're getting more games. Yeah. But you're getting it in the wrong section of the championship. You should be getting them earlier on instead of going to the back door, losing your first round, losing the back door, you're gone. Where you're, you should be in a quarterfinal spot, you're playing three games to get to a semi final, mm-hmm. where they should nearly flip it around. Yeah. There's definitely ways yeah. to look at it. I'm sure they're still thinking and experimenting yeah. well, with it, themselves. Yeah. It'll take a while to get it right. Look, you're never going to keep anyone happy. No. no. <laughs> See here. Not So this is just two of us. So. <laughs> and Dublin themselves, obviously five in a row, an exceptional team. Do you think that the negative press towards them, what do you make of it all? Like, it's not, to a lot of the younger players, it's not their fault that they grew up in this, you know, unreal team. Like, I, I, I think they're class team. Obviously, like you know, what's the difference between me and Conor Callaghan? He's obviously getting you know better treatment or whatever, but like he's a way better player, and he's in the he just ends up playing for Dublin. That's about it. Like, and uh, I see, you know, I just think they're fucking, they're just they're, a they're class. great team. <laughs> like, you know, you can't yeah. you can't fault them for that. Like, you know, obviously they're getting a lot of things handed to them, but. It, you know, they're so good. They deserve you know, it. They deserve <laughs> it. Like They do. Like, they're the first team to do five in a row. Why shouldn't they get it, that stuff? So do you think the negative press then, it's... They are, yeah. Like, it's awful. Because they're winning, people are going to hate them. Yeah, it's the way, and isn't it? And that's it, like... Um, I think, like, the whole country was shouting for Kerry. Like, we were... I was... Didn't get to go to the first game. Um, we were away, actually, on a stag. Um, but we you can tell back. us about that. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we came back to Athlone and we were in a pub and we were watching it there. But I think I was the actually only one shouting for Dublin in the whole pub. And why were you shouting for them? Because they deserve it, like, because they are very... No, like, if Kerry won it, I'd be happy too. But I wanted to see Dublin do the five in a row because, look, they're like us. They're putting in the effort. They're nice mm. guys. They're working. Um and why shouldn't they deserve to win it? Like, people are saying, oh, we don't want them doing the five in a row. Why not? Yeah. Like, they've put in the hard work and deserve to do it as much as Kerry deserve to win it. Like, And, boy, do you, do you think that they're getting better treatment? They maybe like, have better, I don't know, facilities or... Like, they obviously have a good bit more money behind them with their, even their sponsorships and from the GA as well. But, yeah, like, that's helpful too. It'd be helpful if they 
give us that money in West Mead. Like it obviously would, you know, you know, attract a little bit more players as well. And I say that's attracted a lot of Dublin players too, as in seeing the treatment the lads are getting to get like serious holidays or whatever. You'd try your best to try and make that Dublin team then next year in order to be on that twenty sixth. So you can go on a team holiday. But you know, I suppose they are getting they are getting better treatment in that yeah. way. Yeah. And if each of you has had to pick the player you admire most from Dublin from, uh, from any any, any county, it doesn't have to be Dublin. Just oh, the player that, yeah. I've actually asked this the whole time and yeah. I can never think of an answer. should really pick one. Um, it, can it be Hurling? Of course, yeah. Really? Hurling? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Go that on. That is interesting, actually. Actually, don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, um, and it's probably because my sister lives down in Kilkenny and she lives in Tullerone um, and probably likes a Porrick Walsh from, from Tullerone, obviously, yeah. Kilkenny because... Like they're not, and Tommy was the same. They're not the biggest men, but God, when they go out onto the pitch, the terriers. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and they can play, they can hurl, but they live for it. Mm. And you can see now, no matter what's going on down in Tullerone Club, um, they're always there. Like from under eights, like Tommy's over the under eights team. Yeah, I think he was actually over the mothers and others team. They're just they love the GA and t- will do Lots anything all, for yeah. it. Like, and that's what it's all about. Like you need them Big in every time. club. Yeah. I'd probably say Jack McCaffrey, as in he just seems like just seems like good crack. Like yeah. he's, he's probably the only cool. lad that's smiling and <laughs> walking around. Like he's just seems like he's in serious spirit. I don't know what it is, but uh, and then he just brings it to the pitch as well. He brings yeah. that kind of. He seems like the first like All Ireland there before, obviously before the replay. Jesus, he oh, was yeah. he's class. Like, yeah, yeah, nothing could go that. wrong. Yeah. And then like nothing. just see him walking around. Before the game, whatever, just smiley head and I'm mm. having but a great time. Like that's what Dublin ball. can do. Like he scored what was a one three that day. Yeah, from half back. And then he? Kerry kind of tied him down the next day, but then someone else, else stepped up to the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like your merchant came ran through and scored. Oh, he was outstanding. Like someone else yeah. will always step, step up because they Dublin. have the talent there. Yeah. Well, maybe in the lesser counties, you probably you know yeah. you're happier. You're relying on yeah, yeah, you're relying on a lot on lads. Mm. Mm. When Dublin have maybe fifteen on the bench that could come on and do damage. Yeah, exactly. Like they start in any other county. Yeah. Yeah. And how much of a bond do county players have, or is it more? Oh, that's not I don't great, like it. Really, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it here anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like it's strange because there will be certain times when it finishes up. There's a lot of lads I haven't seen, and it just. Um, it's just, just the way it works out because we're all living our own lives. But mm. as soon as we're back in the dressing room, it's like we're never, we're there the whole time. Um, obviously, look, you'll be closer to some lads, but some lads you will not get on with, and but you just you respect them because you know that they're there for the same reason. But, like, I don't it's know how we actually end up friends because there is a bit of an age gap. I'm 23, he's 28. Let's <laughs> 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 change that around. <laughs> um, but... Uh, it just happened. I'm 23, he's 28. Yeah. It just happened. <laughs> there, there. And I think it's because there's a group of us, like, we all travel together. Yeah. Uh, to training, and that's it. Like, Owen Carby is another one. He's the goalkeeper. With the three of us, like, I think the women thought we were having an affair. <laughs> like, this oh. woman did, because... <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Spending too much time together. Yeah, yeah but, like, exactly. that's the thing. Our night's off, we'd ring each other. Do you want to go for food, or yeah, like, we go bowling? <laughs> do you know, like, it's, it's just people you're spending so much time with. Do you know, you're with them more than you're actually with your yeah. own family like so you know why wouldn't you 
be your best friend. And do you have so. that close bond with your club mates as well, or is it more county? Not, yeah, you would like. You would like, but it's because you wouldn't be training that much. Like you're only your two or three nights with your club, but like as I said, we're six times a week. Yeah. With 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 the county, but I'd you will have it. Close. You do have it too. You do have it when you go back to the club, like because you're obviously there. You're you're joining in. You're you want to show them that you're committed to them too, but. Um, I think you obviously will have a closer with your club or with your county. county yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say that too. You definitely be closer with your county, county lads. Like, yeah. As in, like you're right, spending so much time with the person, like you know, you ended up, you end up being nearly good friends or best friends. Yeah, definitely. And so, say for like traveling to away matches now, what does a timeline look like for you? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, it depends where it is, I suppose. Um, the overnights can be Yeah, tough. say it's an overnight game, yeah. so you'd be what gone, happens? You'd be gone early. Like if the game was a Sunday, we'd be going early Saturday and um, get up there. I think all they'd seem to do was eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, we yeah. Stopped, yeah. Oh, we yeah. went on a training yeah. weekend there and I think I came yeah. back about a stone heavier because <laughs> we, had, we, had, we you actually do. sat down four times George Road today to eat. Yeah, have but it's the lunch. same as when you go to, wait, wait, the day before you're just stopping to eat. Like you're gone from probably two or three to that day before. And is this proper meals that they've set out or is it just like you're oh, stopping no, at a hotel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like yeah. it's proper. Like we'd be stopping on the way up to get something to eat. Um, then when we get to the hotel, you're getting food again. Mm-hmm. You go to bed, you wake up, you have breakfast. Then you'll have something probably before the match. Yeah, you're just constantly, constantly eating. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a big ordeal, isn't it? And that's yeah. for the one game then the next day. And that's it. Yeah. And you could go out and get shape out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but that doesn't hours, happen, though. Then you could have four hours coming home on a bus. But look, it's... Okay, come and you then you have to get up for work then on the Monday morning. Monday morning. And just yeah, but like, uh, look, the Do nights away are enjoyable. It is tough. Like again, if you had a family, uh, it is tough. Tough, yeah. Um, but the fact that we don't, uh, we're probably our team is probably lucky. We actually go and have the crowd. Uh, Gerald Leach, um, he's the one of the players. He's a barber. Oh, so yeah, his room yeah, is yeah, usually yeah. the barber room. There's a queue outside. And what? He's he brings, he brings slippers <laughs> yeah, No, no, no. Yeah. So you go get your hair cut no, before no, the game? No, some lads do. Some lads, some lads. Some lads do. We like, don't. He, like, I remember... No nerves remember there anyway. Got to look good for the cameras. Well, yeah, I remember a few years ago. <laughs> sure. Uh, Jerry used to just have everyone come to one spot somewhere. Someone's yeah. house, someone's, you know, gym, whatever. And he just set up there and everyone just get their haircuts yeah. by him. Because you can't, oh you can't do much, so you have to pass time. So, <laughs> yeah. Especially in the hotel because obviously you can't go down to the bar. Um, you can't go into town because you have no car, you're stranded. And you usually do pick hotels that are outside of towns. But yeah. you're just sitting around, walking around, looking for stuff to do. So he brings his clippers and... Cut your hair, why not? <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, so that's a ritual well, before the games now. Some West Mead players get their yeah. hair cut. No, no, don't. The barber oh, comes the to them. I think the that's actually the, the time, the time we met me, that was the day before. Oh yeah, you'd bring did. that up, wouldn't you? Someone actually tweeted. Uh, it was one of the modern players. I can't think. He said, "Never mind the West. Uh, whoever cut the West Mead lads' hair should get nominated for an All Star." <laughs> 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 it was that good. Yeah. Or whatever happened that day, turned it on. (laughs) And so the the ladies' football and camogie is really catching the public's eye now at the minute. The 2020 campaign. Um, Would you have a favourite ladies' footballer? 
Oh, I know Lindsay Davy actually met oh, her yeah. at one of the Co Park events, but she seems very nice. So she's a good footballer too. Only yeah. seen only seen her play properly there in the final there the other day, but serious footballer. She'd probably be my favourite at the moment. My cousin a shot on this. Yeah. Oh yeah, Here's go she, for uh, it. The N seven West Mead. Oh yeah. Um I, I obviously she taught me everything, even though she's younger, but no um, <laughs> <laughs> Westmead have look they're they're doing a big push for the ladies GA and the camogie and you can see the difference that the camogie made um great year this year speaking of the 2020 campaign yeah, actually it's a big push yeah, in yeah. all the colleges um we're i'm going to give aat a plug there oh yeah uh, where are you working karen uh, at lone <laughs> technology um but there is huge campaign going for that and i think we're actually launching a video on the tuesday i think every college has a slot to launch a video so um Look, it's a great campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should work. I see. And in fairness, Dublin are backing it as well. You've seen against Cork, they had it on the jerseys. So um, every little helps. Yeah. But, and the does need, because they, there is great games out there to watch. Oh, big time. Like, I was mm. at the, our senior club, uh, Gary Castle, were playing Lomans in the ladies' semi-final, and it was a brilliant game. Yeah. And you're just watching it and, like... They're putting in as much commitment at county level and probably not getting enough, as much out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where they need to get the backing and they need the support from everybody. And look, this campaign, hopefully it will be a success. Yeah. I think i seen a thing there this year about the Mayo ladies. They were getting funding to help them with their diesel and their petrol mm-hmm. going to training. And I actually read, I think it was Kieran Donaghy that said, he just sort of took a step back. He couldn't believe, like someone had told him this story. And he yeah. said, what? He's like, they don't get diesel money and mm. they don't get petrol money. He's yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. Mayo were the first team this year to, you know, to get that. Series, yeah. And it's funny because he's probably, that's probably a maybe a smaller yeah, thing yeah. that just comes with it, you know. Yeah. So they're definitely, but even seeing them get that, there is going to be changes and you can see it already. I know the All-Ireland now, I don't know if you've seen the ladies All-Ireland this year. Wasn't the strongest of games, yeah, but, yeah, but look, the the, the, yeah, there's yeah. Ga- always going to be games like that. Exactly, how the weather and stuff that uh, probably played yeah, its part. Yeah. So. But like the semi-finals were great games. Oh, unreal! Like Galway Mayo again was probably one of the best games of the year. Like, yeah, and I think Galway their goal should be probably goal of the year. The first one they scored. What was that now again? Even though I was at the game, yeah, number twelve scored it. I can't think of it. they worked it. Oh so yes, well. she yeah. She ran in from the sideline that diagonal run, but the passing before it was yeah. just unbelievable. Oh, uh, that's yeah. it. I think there's like le- not there's less tactics in ladies, but it's more free flowing. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, um, you know the long ball is still there, and there's mm. a lot of off the shoulder play, and no, definitely it's it's coming up definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's great as well. And we just have a camogie player. Camogie players. Would you know any? Who, who would you go? <laughs> I don't know. Do the West Me ladies? Yeah, we have to stick to our own. Yeah, we have yeah. to stick to our own. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sure. Was, the year the West Me ladies Pamela had this Gravel. year. I was watching it one Pamela like, Gravel. I don't camp with her there. Um, it was actually a sports talk camp there a few years ago. Oh. <laughs> um, but Pamela Gravel was a coach and um, what she's put in for the county has been unbelievable. I, mm. I think she's there. 12, 14, 10, 14 yeah. years and she has probably two kids as well like, yeah. and um, she deserves every bit she got this year and I think she's probably nominated as well for I think one of the Soren stars so yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. the likes she of her that she, in fairness like she kept plugging in and plugging in and she eventually got her she got there yeah yeah, and it is her because a lot of people were shocked to see Westmead there this yeah. year especially when you have kid, two kids yeah. oh my god yeah and probably you'd wonder could, how she could have been clear the match in the final as well like so yeah 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, off the topic now, uh, social media. So obviously it comes with it nowadays. Mm. You know, you might not have had that there five years ago. It wouldn't even have been as a bigger thing. Is that, do you get good messages? Do you get bad messages? What yeah, is it like? I, I get great messages. I actually well, got a message nice. from... from. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a message from uh, one, of, one of the. He's a he's a he's he's a mixed race kid from Waterford, and his mother messaged me and was like saying how we get he's getting hard times in school or matches from other people giving him you know racial comments or whatever. He doesn't yeah. have to react to it, and he starts you know acting up and he's acting up at home. He's acting up on the pitch and all that. And his mom was like, "Can you just you know just send him a message or whatever? It'll make his day." There's me like, like jeez, it's kind of mad like that way you're taken back a bit kind of taken back a little bit by it but you know it's great that way as in i can encourage you know a good message for myself and hopefully help someone else yeah but you but that's oh that's amazing like yeah there is message you'll see the difference someone will be just kind of messaging you saying can i have a jersey but like some lads (laughs) will actually (laughs) and some lads will actually message you and they'll put in like you're probably you're one of my favorite players i really look up there um by any chance, if you have anything, any spare jersey, would you mind oh, sending really? me? So, the likes of them, yeah, you would. Yeah. Have you ever sent anything? Yeah, so there was a young lad from Leitrim, and I wrote him a letter and just sent it with the jersey God. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, but like, it's them that you're doing it for. Mm. Um, you just you wish you could see his face if you do. And he did open the envelope with yeah. the letter. He probably didn't even read the letter through the way, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, so but that's framed. it. Yeah, yeah but, that's the, and that's it's that's things like comes, that. Yeah. That's what kind of comes with the whole. Yeah. But like you, well. you'll meet families and you'll get pictures with their kids. You'll chat to them, and their parents would write to you then after just saying thanks a million. You didn't need to do that. And then uh, like one a couple of years ago, um, the communions were on around. The, our local well Mount Temple will be a diff- different parish but um, one of the mother and father of the child asked me would I call down to the communion just to surprise that they were having at the house no just way. to surprise them and they did like and it's just little moments like that you'll always remember yeah like, so. you'll never forget and I just remember walking in the door in a suit and he just kind of was going around next thing he bumped into me and looked yeah. up and then he, he actually oh, got God. shocked with his wife but then yeah. like there, there are things you'll always remember yeah. and that's what you do it for when you were younger then, who was a player you might have looked up to? Just thinking of that there, thinking of that little well, kid. I would have been um, my local club player, John Cairn. You know, he won an all-star with Westmead. Yeah. I think he was one of was he one of two, was it? Him, there's three all-stars. Three all-stars, sorry. Yeah, three right, all-stars. Yeah. Uh, the one, yeah, so he probably was my role model going up. Cause he was, he was, a, was he a cornerback? Or he was a cornerback, yeah. yeah, he was a cornerback. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'd say probably him, he's probably my role model. Yeah. Um, for, for Westmead side, I don't. It's um, like I grew up ninety five. Westmead won the minor ninety nine. The one the under twenty one. So I would have had, like I Maryland were lucky. Like as I said, my cousin was on the ninety five team. So I kind of would have looked up to him. Mm-hmm. And then ninety nine, um, another club team player, uh, Richard Ricky Brown. Oh yeah. Um, he he was on the team in '99, so I kind of would have looked up to him. David was thrown aside. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was looking up to him, but then when it comes to senior, like Desi would have taught me in school. I was like, I know he is going to mention Desi. Uh, I have to give yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was does. always good to me in school. Because actually, yeah. in my last year, I was playing with him on the Westmead senior team, and he was teaching me as well. Oh um, my god. So it was, and he always kind of gave me good advice in, yeah. in school. And if I was struggling, he'd bring me in and he'd look after me that way. So he was always a player that I did look up to. And so he, he couldn't get a better role model. No, than him, I like. don't think so. 
And with the social media, then obviously we talked about all the positives. Has there been negatives as well? Like you, you'd always have negatives. It was just by chance, actually, I was going through the phone one time and just seeing them. Um, but the one thing I got about that annoyed me more about then it wouldn't bother me the negative feedback or ne- what ne- people are saying online. But um, my mother was going through them and. She oh was, uh, which she was more devastated for, and she was crying and ringing. Say, did you see what this lad said? And I said, "Ma'am, would you leave them alone? I don't give a shit about yeah. them." Yeah, because it's very easy to say that. Like, and some of them don't realize that you can see who's saying it. Like, their names are actually up. There and you'd they, wonder what and you meet them on the street heads. and they'd walk the other side because they wouldn't be afraid to meet you face to face. So, it's people you know. You just know of them, like, because I think we played awfully one year, and I look a bit of argy bargy during the game, and I said something to your man after the game, and then he, as we were walking off the pitch, he just came over and actually broke my nose, and then there was big hoo ha about that, but there was a lot, lot of negative um, people putting up stuff online, because obviously it was all over the Facebook, and then people commented on it, but. It's your family that That's probably see all the comments. See, I don't well. mind because you're 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 used to it, and it's the thing you have to get used to when you are a player. But it's your family that probably come out the worst out of it because they don't know how to take it and they just think don't it. understand yeah. it as well. Yeah, and they don't know how you're feeling yeah. from reading it. Well, Their I heart's didn't. breaking didn't for you then. Me. Yeah, and that's it. Mm. And boy, do yeah, like um, exp- like I got some few negative feedback back with the air with the air ad. On oh YouTube. really? So they actually had to stop the comments on the air ad because there was like obviously a group of people messaging onto that and they're saying pretty negative stuff like but it doesn't really like it doesn't affect me as Kieran said it kind of affects my sister my sister Marie's seen and she was trying to like you know she was trying to like not hide it away from me like and I'm like I've seen that already like two hours ago or whatever and she's like she's like are you okay about it I'm like fine are you okay about it mom as well trying to make sure they're all right yeah because they they get pretty upset over you know people dropping comments that you know that would hurt them and they're like they obviously know that I'm trying to give you know a good relationship or a good environment to the GAA community and then people are backlashing that onto you doesn't really come down too well you know so yeah, you'd be more worried about, you know, you'd be more worried about your family. It's unreal, isn't it? You don't know how someone could make that negative. Like, yeah, how? It's, you know, it's such a good story. Yeah, exactly. It's such like a positive some, thing. Sorry, like some people sorry be, about that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, like some people be saying, like, you know, you know, the sports is turning into, you know, like, it's turning to mixed racial or whatever. It's it's the, the whole This Irish, is what people were writing. Yeah, people be saying like the whole Irish game is going out the window now with all these different multicultural people playing the sports, which is... It's you know, growing the game. Which what? is outrageous. And then, you know, like I've been here since I was eight. So I'm, I consider myself Irish. fully Irish. Like I've been here longer than I was in Liberia. So, you know, and there's kids here who are born here and they're mm. black and they obviously want to play the sports they grew up watching or playing. So... You know, for people to put comments like that on, it kind of that's where it kind of shallows people away from the sports mm. that way. But other than that, it's the rest is good. It's, it's good fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, the people that yeah. are writing that they don't have a clue about. Don't you. have yeah, a clue. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, they just but see the Irish sport and they're like, you know, it's a white Irish sport, even though it's changing so much now. It's like changing so much. I'm sure there's so, so many kids that have seen you playing now yeah. and have decided to start playing. Exactly. Have you had any experience of? Kids um, have said that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got a phone call from J- uh, from Jimmy Gnude, who plays on the West Me team as well. He was saying, 
you know, there's a little kid here who's kind of getting little feedback, but he started playing Gaelic or whatever, and he's really, he's, he loves you or whatever. He loves playing with you. Would you be able to come down and just kick around the ball with him? And I was like, of course, like, what the hell? You don't even have to ask me. Just tell me to come down and do this. I definitely do it. Like, you know, that's what GA is all about. Yeah. That's what I'm all about as well. You know? So, that's oh, that's that lovely. That's so yeah. nice. Well, lads, thanks a million. I hope you've no enjoyed problem. that now. No, no problem. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Great. Thanks a million.